have thine own way. It's me. It's me, O oh Lord. Standing, needing your preaching power. Minister to those who've come out on a Sunday morning. Not because we feel that well. Not that we don't have problems. We just want to come and tell the Lord, thank you one more time. Because we realize if it had not been for you on our side, we never would have made it. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of mine heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, the people of God said amen. Go with me to 1 Chronicles chapter 4. 1 Chronicles chapter 4. Celebrating 31 years of ministry. Started with a small band of believers. But I believe this is the prayer of the founding pastor. I know this is prayer of our current pastor. This is known as the prayer of Jabez. If you have it, say, I got it. The person next to you does not have a Bible. Be so Christ-like and share yours with them. I'm reading out the New King James Version. It simply says, now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother called his name Jabez saying, because I bore him in pain. Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted to him what he requested. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Repeat after me, getting out of your comfort zone. I need to hear you talk to me. Getting out of your comfort zone. Turn your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's time to get out of our comfort zone. Turn your other neighbor and say, neighbor, old neighbor, God is going to stretch me. You may be seated. I don't want you all to make this hard on me. I am, I like to hear people talk back to me. So I understand that y'all understand what I'm saying. Um, because I'm, I'm that, that's, that's how I am. But would y'all work with me today? Every last one of us has a comfort zone. We feel most comfortable in a certain peace, certain climate. We feel comfortable in our way life, ease, and comfort. 
there's a crowd of people that make us uncomfortable. There are some places I can go and be comfortable. But then there are some places I know I am not comfortable. Can I go down your road just for a moment? Even when I was out there in the world going to the club, touch of class, don't make me go to your club, don't make me go. Even when I was there, I'd always, the rule of the game was find out where the exits are just in case something jumped off. Help me preach if you will. That means then I was uncomfortable. But when you're around the wrong crowd of people, wrong situation in the wrong places and doing the wrong things, we find ourselves uncomfortable and out of our comfort zone. We find our best. Comfort when we are at home. Somebody say, there's no place like home. But if you're catching hell at the house, you have another comfort place that you can feel comfortable and let your hair down. Are you going to walk with me? He says, however, when, when we feel comfortable in our life, it's a good thing. My dad taught us growing up. He says, first of all, you need to graduate from high school. You need to learn a trade. You need to, you need to get a job where you have some medical insurance, that you have some retirement, and you ain't got no problems. Y'all gonna help me? That, that's comfort. Everybody say, that's comfort. That's comfort. That's comfort. So, so there's nothing wrong with that, that comfort because all of us want that comfort. We save for retirement, so when we do retire, we, have, we can still live comfortably. Are you with me? I have to trade in the 17-step house to a, a, small, a smaller house. I ain't mad at you. God is still good because he's still providing where I am. Uh, but then there's nothing wrong being satisfied with your job. Some of us, we can predict our day on tomorrow we, because we've become comfortable. I know for a fact my alarm is going to go off at 5.50. I'm going to hit the snooze button. I'm going to get up by 6 o'clock and be at work at Grant High School by 7.30. I know that for a fact. I know my day is at work. I don't know what the kids are going to do, but I know I'm at work doing what I'm supposed to do. By the time I get home, it's about 6 o'clock in the evening. I know I'm getting ready to chill out because I've been dealing with kids all day. About 9.15, 9.30, I'm ready to go, ready to, go to bed. Y'all walk with me? That's my comfort. Don't look at me funny. You have the same routine. They know exactly about what time you're going to leave for work. They know anybody ever get calls in the morning because they know you're either on your way to work or you, you, you're chilling because this is your coffee time. Y'all going to help me preach in a minute. But when, nothing wrong with that. But when we become as Christian, comfortable where we are, there's something wrong. When, when you feel comfortable, when, when you start feeling comfortable, Pastor Jones, I don't have to pray as often. But when you become spiritually uh, comfortable, you need to dig more into his word. Because every time I read the word, I become uncomfortable. Y'all not walking with me. Look what he said, because there's some things in God's word that he tells us to do. Let me give you just one. All of us got a problem with this. Love them that dis pray for them that despitefully use you. Love them that are not so lovable. If you don't have a problem with it, I got one. Because everybody is not so lovable. But I have to realize myself, I have not always been uh, that lovable. But, but God takes us out of our 
comfort zone in order for us to move in him and in him we live, move, and have our being. Walk with me if you will. Look, look what he says. He says, any Christian that could have reached level of contentment, it was Apostle Paul. But look what Paul says in, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 through 14. Not that I've already obtained. I am already perfect, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which the Lord Jesus Christ has also laid hold on me. Because I do not count myself as apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth to those things that are before me. I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. And every now and then you cannot be comfortable when God is stretching you. We sing the song, the Lord is blessing me right now. Anybody know that song? They got they got it. The fast version, oh, 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 he's blessing me right now. But then they got the one, the Lord is blessing me right now. Y'all know that one? What, but but what, what, what basically what we're saying is the Lord is stretching me. We want the blessing without the stretching. I'm talking to somebody up in here, up in here. I believe somebody's going through something and the Lord is working on you. And don't let, don't stop, don't let, say, say Lord, I'm not going to go until you bless me. You got to look at Jabez's personality, his place in life. If you read 1 Chronicles chapter 1 through chapter 4 through 8, it's a chronicle, uh, it's a, it's a chronology of Israel. And what basically it says, such as a thing beget, such as a person beget, it's just a history. Then it gets to David. They say it's a little bit something about David. But then they get to Jabez and Jabez, look what it says. He says, uh, he says, it stops to beget. And Jabez, he says, and when, look at the text again for me. He says, now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. But if you read before them, it was some begets, begets, begets. But now he's given us. Isn't it a good thing to know that if we die today or tomorrow, somebody's going to remember our name and we were just not in history as begetting somebody else? Oh. Jabez, look at his place. His place in life, he says, Lord, I'm more, he says, I'm more honorable than my brothers. But my, look at his brothers. But look at Jabez. Look at Jabez. Jabez says, I'm getting out of my comfort zone, and I have to do better than my brothers are doing. That's why I always say to my son, I say to my nephews, guess what? We do what we do so you, can do, you don't have to struggle like we struggle. Somebody got some kids in here right now struggling. They wasn't listening to what you was telling them when, we was, when they was growing up. They just wanted to do their thing, how they wanted to do it. Now they're in trouble. So, so you got to rise above those people around you. Just because you're in the hood don't mean make, you, make sure you don't act like the hood. Oh, uh, look what he says. He says, he says, he says, his life. He says, look what he says. He says, not only do we look at his place in life, but look at his problem in life. What was his problem? Look at the text. It says, right there in the text, his mother prayed. Mother called his name. What's his name? His name is Jabez, which means the son of my sorrow. 
pain, affliction, and he will cause. Can I stop and tell you something? Be careful what you name your children. Y'all looking at me funny? They were simple names. It was a simple name. Just simple name. Terrell, Terrence, Tyrone, Arthur. Just simple name. Right? Now we got Jaquisha. What does that mean? We had Joycelyn, Jacqueline. Just simple names. Now, now we got some names, way, way out names. You can't even spell them. They can't. How you get, a, how you get this spelling with this name? What, how does this go? I have a grandson. His name is Messiah. But you can find him in First Chronicles. Y'all going to help me preach in a little while. Make, make sure you know what your child's name really means. Because they're going to labor your child by... Oh, y'all going to help me. Y'all walk with me. So my, my, my name is Arthur C. Jones, Jr. My name is Arthur C. Jones, Jr. Growing up, I thought my name was Junior. But that's, 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 my, that's my name. I went with Sister Bailey to preschool, Oak Ridge Elementary School. Miss Blakeway's in that room. She says, Arthur. And I'm looking around like, she said, Arthur. And I'm still looking. And then Sister Bailey had to come over and give me, she said, that, that's your name. I said, that ain't my name. My, my name is Junior. I got home crying, told my mama, mama. That lady kept calling me the wrong name. My name is Junior. She kept calling me Arthur. She said, oh, your name is Arthur. But no, my name is Junior. But what they do is they don't tie Arthur with Junior. Y'all going to help me in a minute. Because they know some devilment of Junior. Oh, y'all going to help me. Come on, walk quick. Come on, don't act too bougie. Come on, it's Sunday morning. They, they, I've done some things under Junior. That I can't do under. Y'all go help me in a minute. You got to know your name. Help me preach if you will. Just because they said you are this don't make you have to be that. Just because they say you ain't going to have nothing. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. His problem was his name. Look at the next thing. Look at his performance. He could have prayed any prayer. The Bible says Jabez was more honorable than his brother. It simply means he was worth, uh, he was worthy of more honor than the rest of his family. One thing about our family, Joan's family, that is, if one make it, all of us make it. Every family ain't like that. We have some haters in every family. But my dad taught us, y'all got to stick together regardless of what's going on. Y'all go help me preach. Y'all looking at me funny. Some of y'all got some dysfunctional families right now. Guess what? Guess what? But God is able to do anything but fail. But he's asking you, what are you going to do to step up to the plate to bring them in right relationship? What is your name and what is your performance in life? He said, I'm more honorable than my brothers. Just because they are, I told you before, just because they hood don't mean you have to be hood. Just because they crazy don't mean make sure you're not crazy. Help me preach. Jabez and his prayer. Jabez prayed for prosperity. He wasn't looking for stuff. He wasn't looking for cars. He he's not looking for all that. He says, first of all, he says, Lord, basically he's saying he prays that the Lord's fullest blessing be on his life. Lord, 
give me your blessings. But not only your blessings, but your best blessings on my life. Well, if you want God's best blessing, then there might be some times you got to go through some stuff in order for God to prepare you to get his, the best stuff he has for you. But the question is, what you going to do with it when you get it? Hey, I would give it to you, but you pray in a, ask in a miss. That means you know you're not going to do right with that money. So to quit asking me for that $25. You got to know, you got to have a plan and follow through with the plan. And God knows he can count on you. Enlarge my territory. Second thing is he, he prayed that his boundaries be extended. That means not only my influence in my neighborhood, but I need some influence in the city. You know that song, we're blessed in the city, we're blessed in the field, we're blessed going out, we're blessed coming in. Everybody know, everybody, how many of us want the Lord's blessing? How many of us want the Lord's blessing? Okay, we want the blessing, but he has to stretch us in order because your blessing might be on the other side of town, but you over here stuck in the hood. No, I can, I'm going to meet you where you are, and God's going to bless both of us. Then he prayed for prosperity, but then he prayed for power. And what was that power? He's praying, Lord, I just need you to keep evil from me. Lord, I need you to order my steps in your word. Lord, I need you to lead and guide me. I need you to work things out. Lord, basically, I need you to open up another door before I get there. And if you open up the door, I know it's you. That you worked it out for my good. Anybody in here, you're praying that God do something in your life. And you see the blessings of God keep opening up a door. Keep opening up a door. When that person said no, guess what? He said yeah. When he put in for another house, they said no. But guess what? God said yes. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I need power. But not only did he need power, but he needed protection. Because you never know where the enemy is coming from. You never know where the enemy might show up. But you have to know that, God, I've learned how to lean and depend on Jesus. Because I found out if I trust him, he will provide. And when I understand that God is always protecting me, that's the reason I can go to sleep at night. Because the songwriter says, all night and all day. The angels keep watching over me. That's the reason why I can go to bed at night and don't worry about a thing because I know the Lord is a keeper. And if you know he is a keeper, just wave your hand and say, the Lord is a keeper. Not only that, he, he says, you need to pray. I learned an old song as a family. He, he says, uh, prayer will fix it every time. You hear every word you say. Why you call him? He's on his way. Prayer will fix it every time. My daddy would say it like this. When you feel the prayer will turning and you know that the fire is burning, now let us have a little talk with Jesus and touch your neighbor one time and tell him he will make everything all right. Is there anybody here know that the God that we serve wants us to grow in grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But the question I have for you before I close, I must ask you a question. Are you satisfied with your church growth? Are you satisfied 
with your personal spiritual growth? Are you doing church work without the power of the Holy Spirit? Are you doing it and are you doing it for the right reasons? Are you satisfied with the outreach to those that are unfortunate? Because how many of us know it could have been me? Outdoors, no shoes, no clothes, all alone with a tragic end. But thank God he didn't let these things be. By his grace and his power, he keeps on keeping me. I told you prayer will fix it every time. And when you call on the Lord, let me tell you what uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse number 12 says. Then the Lord appeared before Solomon by night and said, I've heard your prayers. If you'd be so kind, holler back to me. The Lord hears my prayer. And then not only does the Lord hear my prayer, he's chosen the place where I am. I don't know about you, but God, there's some times I feel uncomfortable, but I realize I am where I am because the Lord placed me there. Is there anybody in here want to throw your hands in the air and say, I quit, but God says, go back and try it again. He says, 2 Chronicles says, that if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. I forgive their sins and heal their land. But we got to pray the right prayer. Is there anybody in here praying that the Lord open up doors? Are you praying that the Lord will fix it every time? Well, when difficult calm times come in your life, I tell you, pray about it. When your children are doing wrong, pray about it. When your relationship's going bad, pray about it. And when you call on the name of the Lord, is there anybody here can call on his name? And at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess. I feel pretty good now. God will answer your prayer. But when he starts stretching you, when he starts bending you, when he starts making you uncomfortable, just stop and say, please be patient with me because God is not through with me. But when God Get through with me, I shall come forth as pure gold. Say yes. I learned this song here. The Lord is dealing with somebody right now. Got up at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Be here by 8 o'clock. But it was a lightweight struggle. In your life, it seems as if people keep dogging you because of the past. Paul says, forgetting those things that are behind me. But I'm only here by the grace of God. And guess what he was doing? He was pulling me, pulling me closer. He was pulling me closer. Same time he's stretching me. Sometimes you just want to lay on the ground. Don't I don't want to do nothing. He just kept 
I know the plans I have for you. I have an expected end. Don't let them folk hate on you. You just come on with me. Come on, come with me. And guess what? I'll give you peace that passes all understanding. So all of us, if you be real with yourself, all of us didn't want to walk through. And the Lord was pulling us through. Just wave your hand. Just wave your hand. Just wave your hand. Oh.